Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. This is The Cinema. It's the podcast where we walk home from the movies. Uh, today, we've decided to stay at home on the sofa and watch something that's available on VOD that we've both been meaning to watch. Heard a lot of good word about the film The Kid Detective with Adam Brody. And it's one of those movies that had a, the most awful release time of which was October 2020, so the second lockdown. And just kind of it bombed got and missed. tanked. Yeah, and it got missed. But nobody, everyone... nobody's heard about it really. Talking about yeah. it, so we're going to talk about and it, and keen. you're going to hear about yeah. it. You. And <laughs> um, we've been meaning to watch it, and it's got a just really top line premise that we know about, which is like you know the way I did as a kid. Anyway, I read loads of books where there was like a local kid detective in the town, like, Nancy, say, Drew, Nancy Drew, Heidi Boys. Boys, all those guys. The, oh, the, um, the Secret Seven. Did Secret you read? Seven you read them as well. Yeah. The Five Daughters, all of those. And, uh, Fatty Bulger, like <laughs> not, that's not a PC name anymore. <laughs> With the fact that, like, what happens when they grow up and if they were an adult and they were still a kid detective? And that's kind of the only premise we know about this movie. And which, which is all you souls. need to know. Yeah. That's a great premise. Souls. So Adam Brody plays a grown-up kid detective who's yeah. still solving, like, the, ca- the, ca- the missing cat up the tree. I'm and the, the, all this kind of yeah. stuff. And he's kind of like... Uh, a bit beaten down by life. <laughs> I mean, that's a great premise. <laughs> great premise. So we've rented it. We're going to go and watch it. And we will be back in a minute after you've heard the trailer to talk about it. Yeah, here's the trailer. I used to be loved. I used to be a kid detective. We're all really counting on you. I was so far ahead of the game. But one day I just woke up behind. This guy in my homeroom claims he's practiced with the Mets. I need to find out if he's lying. He's lying. So what can I help you with? Somebody murdered my boyfriend. Seriously? Pretty seriously. He was stabbed 17 times. Is it possible he was involved in drugs? No, he would never do drugs. Gambling? No, he would never gamble. Demon worship? No, he would never worship a demon. Here comes the kid detective. Someone's following us. This isn't safe. They're trying to see how my head works. Somebody's testing me. Okay, hi, we're back. Uh, We've seen the movie, The Kid Detective. If this is your first time here, there's no spoilers for this movie yet. Uh, So we're going to give you our general thoughts, then we're going to walk on to Spoiler Street, which is just about 10 minutes away. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, that's where the spoilers happen, naturally. So, Cathy... um, what did you think of the kid? You were a big kid detective reader. I was. As a kid. Also an adult detective reader. I love detective genre. Read a lot of Agatha Christie. Uh, I... Does this hold up? Would you recommend it? It's available for VOD for streaming now. <laughs> we're not on commission for the movie. Um, I thoroughly recommend this movie. I thought it was really funny. I think Adam Brody's brilliant. And I actually think he's one of those actors that like, obviously I watched the OC and fancied him back in the day, but I've not seen him much. And then we watched him in- um, Fleischman is in Fleischman trouble. Fleischman is in trouble. Which and he's good in that. Really good. And that's a brilliant TV show on Disney Plus for anyone um, who hasn't seen it. So to see him crop up twice now, I'm really thrilled about. And uh, he's, he's, I always knew he's a good actor. Didn't know he was this good. He absolutely holds this whole film together. Um, he and is the glue. It's funny, detective but it's glue. funny and kind of sad at the same time, which is always a, a difficult enough tone to hit. It definitely has a bit of an indie movie feel to it. And uh, it also has a genuinely good mystery at its core, which you have to do. If you've got the word detective in the title of your movie, you have to have a good mystery supporting the whole thing. So I think he as a protagonist is very interesting. I think the mystery is really interesting. 
and I feel like the whole package was amazing. Dave and I both kept saying like, God, this is the kind of movie you watch where you're like, oh, as both wanted to be writers at certain points in our lives. God, this is the kind of movie I'd like to write. Yeah, we both did it. Yeah, uh, I'd really like. I, oh my God, I would die to have written this. <laughs> I would just, I would just die happy. Like I, I'd just hit the end. I'd write that, and then I'd, and I'd just fall over and die. And then I'd I would so print happy. it on your tombstone for you. Yeah. <laughs> what the whole screenplay? The whole screenplay. Or just play, the yeah. end? Because actually, the end would be a great thing to write <laughs> on a tombstone. That's true. Um, yeah, I agree with you. We had uh, so much fun watching this. I was just grinning. I was just like, this is. I think this is my one of my favorite types of movies which i would describe as um common dark comedies with actual like character substance it's giving me like little miss sunshine vibes yes yeah plot, exactly but that, but that exactly vibe. exactly really, it's really like good indie, indie good indie movie with a novel premise that is has a has a great unique sense of humor um but is also like trying to present interesting and compelling characters yeah. with with um that 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 you like that are relatable and yeah. um and that you haven't seen and it's before like you know the sadness in it too as there is in life and that you know how does it impact you if as a child you were really excellent and excelled and then as an adult it's like that thing where you know you often hear yeah. people talking about now who were in boy bands or girl bands when they were younger and it's like you kind of had this weird peak of fame and infamy and exposure at a certain age and then how does it fit into being an adult and, and I find they and you're trying to capitalize well. on that for the rest of your life yeah. and it and it kind of just runs out of gas and you become it's like what if you Nancy fade Drew into obscurity yeah but, like I mean Nancy Drew is kind of a different story because her dad was also a detective so she probably took over the family business we, we were also talking a lot watching this about uh, Veronica Mars it <gasps> gave us it, it, it was like so Veronica good. Mars it, you know 20 years later for anyone who hasn't watched Veronica Mars it was a TV show in the noughties, I believe. Um, season one of Veronica Mars is a perfect mystery show. Anyone should go off and watch it. Anyway, we both thoroughly recommend this movie, right? Oh, I think Absolutely. it's so good. Such a good it's one a, to this is, a, uh, this is the definition of a hidden gem. Yeah. Like, I, I, like we only heard about this because someone else recommended it. Um, and I, we are recommending it to you now. And, and I never please, heard of it at the time I in think it's a safe bet. I think yeah. anyone could watch this. You'd be like... Now, there is some dark subject matter yeah, in absolutely. here. But I think it's handled... Um, relatively delicately yeah um, you know um, it, it, it is dealing with some some weighty things yeah but the, what, what it's again so impressive to have um, the tone of this movie to mm-hmm. have real like laugh out loud absurdist stuff mm-hmm. right next to stuff that would not be out of place in like Gone Baby Gone or a yeah. really de- like hardcore noir thing the most unbelievable part of this movie Adam Brody playing a 32 year old <laughs> yeah, he's about ten years too old for, for this. Unnecessary. For this Even more. Why, why throw that be, age out? He must be um, mid forties, right? I don't know what age he is, but he's not. He's gotta be older than us. Like, yeah. When they say something like that, you're like, wait, but this also, is really distracting but, me now. But what's, what also was distracting is that like it didn't. The character it didn't need to be thirty-two. W- it wasn't improved by being thirty-two. Yeah. The character's more compelling if the character's forty-two. And it was nothing to do with the setting either. It wasn't like oh, but bits of it had to be set in the noughties or what? Like there was no reason. But anyway, we're just being nitpicky because we love to be pedantic. Shall we get to spoiler street? Yes, we shall. Uh, so spoilers now. And don't listen to this if you're going to watch the movie because oh, this please. is an actual mystery and we don't want to spoil yeah, it yeah yeah you have to yeah, you just have to go watch this yeah. movie it's really good it's really delightful right so spoilers now for the kid detective okay can we can we talk about all the the, the stuff that really made me laugh first and mm-hmm. then let's talk about the mystery maybe and the sadder stuff and the sadder stuff so so the so I thought um, 
the, the absolute pinnacle was was the whole thing which they set up so well as a, as a as a gag this whole thing of him as a kid constantly like um, sneaking into people's houses for evidence <laughs> then hiding in a closet yeah. and the way he describes it as the narrator is so specific you know it's just like I would always I would constantly hide in closets and then get caught sneezing but then but then they'd kind of let me off with a bit of a smile because he he's like a the kid detective. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like and but like the difference between doing that as a kid and <laughs> as a grown up, and then they escalate the situation yeah. to the point where it's just like absolutely awful. Yeah. He's in a, he's in the girl's room in the cupboard. It's it's yeah. just you're watching it like no, yeah, like what does this look like? And uh, I love all that stuff. I love the how they like. I love how they try to deal with and and make it funny and sad that thing of like he's in a state of kind of arrested development yeah the implication is oh he's such a loser he's like with the roommate the roommate can't stand him he's like smoking pot he's like annoying he's like hanging around so we're like oh immediately he's kind of like the bum that's how the movie kind of set him off but then the movie was way more nuanced than that because you kind of realize he's really struggling with depression and he's yeah like it even though it was funny his parents coming along and checking up on him as a parent i was like god that's a really difficult situation for everyone and like sorry when they were tailing him in the car what a reveal i was so good um, uh, but it's funny though because the measure of success at the end is that he doesn't have a flatmate anymore but that's the bit where i was like but that's but it's normal if you're in a 37 flatmate and i just think that's really weird you, in america as a total side note it's so weird how in america it's like your success is defined by you're successful if you don't have a roommate but you're 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 dead right in in your description of this character. It is he is portraying someone who is dealing with serious depression yeah. and is not like he forgets to brush his teeth and so yes, and and he doesn't know what day of the week it is. Yeah, and he is he uh, and I thought Adam Brody plays it so Good. down the middle and yeah. so well because it's so repressed yeah. and I thought that was the I thought the ending of this movie was so incredibly good yeah. that um, that he just starts in this moment of like he's got his life together and it's it's a happy ending relatively or it's it's him you know being successful and trying to get his life together to some he just releases in 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 tears yeah and i thought it was so beautiful and so um and he that's him he, finally he, acknowledging his own sadness yeah. and 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 coming and you see to terms brushing with it. a seat at the end of the movie and like getting out of bed and stuff so i think that stuff was like and i think kind of the overwhelming weight of this kid and then now him this adult was that like He's very, like, his friend, Gracie, had been kidnapped, whatever, 20 years ago. And he always thought he should have been the one to find her. Yeah. And he's never escaped the guilt. Oh, but my God, what a brilliant way to, to firstly, uh, this screenplay is amazing. To, to firstly give that, to gi- that, that is the, the turning point by which this kid's life and this man becomes that man. Yeah. Where, where his life is ruined. It's not just that he's faded into obscurity and is in arrested development. He is dealing with guilt his entire life for something that should never have been on his shoulders yeah. but he took upon himself and, and, and the like, town kind of expected of him do you know to a point well the adults so, are like we never expected you to solve it but he's like but Gracie was waiting for me oh, he knew that she it's was actually heartbreaking and actually she was waiting for him or so we think and when he finds her that is so sad the, like it's so b- bittersweet Gracie's Gracie's uh plot is so dark that the film 
sort of touches on it, but doesn't quite go into it. And I guess I can but see it also a doesn't, criticism. But it never shies away from the darkness. It doesn't shy away it's, from it. but And it doesn't um, downplay it, it either. It doesn't downplay it, but the film's very much from his point of view. And I would understand, and I haven't, by the way, read any uh, reviews of this film other than I've seen a few people recommend it. Um, I could see the argument of like, Gracie's very sad plot of abuse and kidnapping and, and everything and her kid being taken away from her is kind of there to tell Adam Brody's story and that is a bit of a criticism but I think the film bringing her daughter into it actually was a really interesting layer and I think at one point I was like I was like why is this teenage girl in the film and I was thinking I wonder if she's Gracie's daughter but then I was like no but Gracie's dead and that's the point where I think if I'd been thinking better about the mystery I might have figured out that Gracie wasn't dead but actually at that point it hadn't crossed my mind that she was still alive and that he might rescue her well there was a point where we were watching where, where you, he goes into her house and she's like oh this is my parents who died in the skiing accident and that was, so yeah, that was obviously funny. a stock photo yeah so you're like you're but like she wasn't lying though she thought they were her no parents. no I know but I was yeah. like that's the point where you could probably start to figure out now I didn't figure it out and I was surprised and now this film would have been made in 2019 and the the actress who plays the young daughter is She's in Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets yeah. now. She's like, very good in this She's as well. really good. I thought they were brilliant on screen together. And I was thinking a lesser movie or a movie made even 10 years ago might have had some kind of disgusting like sexual chemistry between him and the girl. But that this movie went nowhere near that, which I'm absolutely thrilled about. My favourite scene in the movie is when he like took the drugs because he was trying to investigate. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, seems to be like a mixture of like speed and cocaine. <laughs> and, he beats up, and he beats up the teenager. <laughs> oh, and he's no. like, you can't do this to me. And it's just like, I'm filled with self confidence. Oh, what? It was like, it was <laughs> like testosterone. He, he had a great line. It was like, um, yeah, it was like it was like coke mixed with some other steroids. stuff. It was, it was like they had like, a name for it. I really enjoyed that. I love how he's like when he goes to the young guy. Um, oh, I'm just gonna go and interview all the kids who sit on the stoop to get my um, to solve the mystery. And the kid was like, "This guy doesn't have a fucking clue." And then he's like, "Your dad's gay," because he'd done the um, investigation. <laughs> that so like he's so petty, Adam Brody. I enjoyed <laughs> yeah. his pettiness. I enjoyed how crap his mysteries were. I love when like early on someone came to him. And they're like. A guy in my school said that he he trained with the Mets over the summer, but I don't think he did. And Adam Brony just phones up the mom and goes, did he do weird it? question, but did your son play with the Mets over the summer? She's like, no. And he's like, great, takes the $50 off the kid. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I loved all that stuff. It layered a lot. It's a great movie. The, the other bit was so funny. It plays with the convention stuff well and your audience expectations. When the music starts surging and he goes into the biker bar and he's like, you know, and we've seen this scene a million times and he's like, I need to speak to Rooker or whatever. And they pat him down, they head him down and the music is pumping and it's like, gets, it's starting to ramp up like, dun, 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 dun. and he says, we need to talk. <laughs> it just goes, no. Yeah, why would I talk <laughs> he just to walks you? Away. <laughs> and you never see those guys again. I'm I like, also love the idea exactly that how it would play he's always life. kind of boasting about how he'd solved this particular <laughs> mystery when he's a teenager and when he finds out he didn't really solve it. Oh, that was a great twist But then he well. finds out that that... But then he, because he is good at solving mysteries, he's like, wait, but who brought that mystery to my attention? Yeah. And he realizes it was the headmaster. So I think all the stuff with the headmaster was really well done as well. But it, 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 I like that it forced him to examine himself as yeah. well. He was always the victim. Yeah. And he just assumed that guy was pissed off because yeah. he solved the mystery. But it's just like he never 
<laughs> you know, he was very self-absorbed. And I love when he shows us, they show us a montage of he's like, as a kid, whenever he's watching a detective movie, he always guessed who did it really early. But then when you actually watch the montage, we're watching him just guessing it and the parents but he gets like, it wrong <laughs> but he knew he was getting it right as a kid and the parents were just like oh because he's just spoiling every film for them by <laughs> yeah, like yeah, constantly yeah. guessing but then he gets it wrong as an adult in his real depression and you're like oh god things are really going badly for him and we notice a few really fun touches like he said the town gifted me my office because i was such a good detective because someone had chopped his treehouse down and then he's still in the office all these years later and they've just it's just take, taken the word kid off to text yeah 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 the alignment <laughs> on his sign it's <laughs> like kid just and got they can't take off. the office back and then he had when he was like a kid and he solves a mystery the guy was like you've got free ice cream for life and it was this really sweet scene and then as an adult he goes in to get his free ice cream every day and the guy's like oh my god would you go away <laughs> so can't believe funny. i'm giving you ice cream so funny yeah, it's oh so my god terrible. i like i i hope i hope you guys have watched this um, and and uh, I, I really we just spent spoiler street just recanting the jokes yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the plot. But yeah. um, I thought the mystery was really good. I thought the uh, yeah this is just a fantastic screenplay. Yeah, I'm really so good. impressed by it. Uh, and uh, and Adam Brody is, as you said, like fantastic. Yeah, as, um, so yeah, look thanks thanks for listening. Uh, let us know. Did you? I'd love to talk to somebody about this. Uh, Did email you us. It? Uh, thecinemile at gmail.com or we're on Instagram or letterboxed uh, at the cinema. And tell us any other movies we should be watching on demand that we may have missed over the last year or so and that you want us to review. Well, there's not very much movies in the cinema. Okay, bye. Who is the supplier? Who is the supplier? The red shoe gang. How long have you lived in this town? Can I make you feel like a big man and beat up a kid? Yes! These girls are awesome. Yeah, be careful. They're super addictive. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.